Hi, I'm Katie with katienelsoncoaching.net. I'm so excited that you've stopped by today. So today we are going to talk about being still in God. And the basis of our conversation will be Psalm 46.10. And Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. katienelsoncoaching.net is, I am a life coach. And I enjoy working with women who are going through transition and looking for hope in their transition. Right now, I'm getting a lot of conversations about how do I find peace? Where can I go to rest? Where can I go to get this anxiousness out of my system? And so one of the things that God has been speaking to me about is rest and how to be still in Him and how to let these things go because he is a great God and he is here for us, but he wants us to know him and to get to know him more. And so during this time, I am suggesting that we learn to rest in God. So today we're going to talk about resting in God and what that means to rest in God and find peace through him and what he's doing. So to be still with God. Being still, what does that, what do you think of when I say the words be still? Be still could mean contentment. Be still could be peace. Be still can mean making healthy life choices. Be still can be rest. So we're going to look at those today and we're going to um, kind of unwrap them in the matter of being still in God. So the first one, being content. What does it mean to be content? When we're content, it usually means that we are satisfied with what we have. We aren't always trying to be one up on the next person or get the next promotion or be one to constantly be, how can I make this better? To be content means that we're satisfied where we are today. Now, I don't want to give the feeling that we don't um, continue strive to be better. We don't continually try to be, um, make the most of each day. We still want to do that. But there's a difference between being content and being completely satisfied than there is being uncontent and or discontent and running and just trying to keep going and keeping the hamster wheel running. So one of the things that, um, that I'd like us to look at for being content is back in Psalm 37 verse 4, the, um, God's word tells us, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. How can we connect that to be still and know that we are, that he is God? Be still and know that he is God. Know that I am God. And God desires for us to be aware of who he is. And the, the, the desire that he has for us is to fulfill our desires. But our desires need to be in tune with his desire. So when we think of contentment, if we think about how can I get to know God, how can I get to know his desires for me? We're going to find that as we have his desires in our life for us, we're going to discover that we can be more fulfilled 
and more content because we're doing God's will. And the greater God's will in our life, the greater contentment we will have, and that will bring us greater peace. So what is peace? How do we find that inner peace? We know people who are content. They have what they want. They have everything, it seems, around them goes well. But they still seem to be not at peace. What I mean by not at peace is they're still constantly on edge. We all know people that are just constantly trying to figure things out, trying to make things happen, things that might not be in their way. So what does it mean to have peace and to be able to define that? Peace. So how are we going to define peace in our life? So peace is about not running around crazy. Peace is about not getting upset because something happened that was out of our control. Peace is about finding a way to be calm in the storm. And right now we're living in a storm. We have a pandemic around us. We have different views on all kinds of things in our life, in our culture. And it's all right now boiling. And we're finding that there's a lot of unrest. We're finding there's a lot of anxiousness. Peace is the opposite of anxiousness. Peace is the opposite of unrest. How can we find peace in the midst of the storm? Be still and know that I am God. When we look to God and we acknowledge that there is a God, that there is a God that is in control of the universe, there is a God that is in control of the world, there is a God that is in control of the things that are happening in my city, in my home. There is a God that is even in control of the things that come into my life. God's word tells us that there is nothing that will come to us that has, all, that has not already been filtered through the palm of his hand. So when something is happening, a circumstance, a situation even a conversation, that has already all been filtered through God's hand. What if we would stop and think, stop and ask, God, what does this mean? How can I be a peace giver in this time? Jeremiah 33, 3 tells us, ask God and he will tell us wonderful things that we do not know. God wants to have conversation with us. He wants us to know him. He wants us to find him, to discover him. God desires to be in us. He desires to be acknowledged around us. He desires to help us. God wants us to be a part of him and him to be a part of us. So how does that happen? One of the things that have, how it happens is we need to spend time with him. How do you, how do you build a relationship with your spouse, with your friend, with a family member, 
with a teacher, a coworker? How do you build a relationship? We build relationship by spending time together. We don't just text, we actually call them. We don't just email, we actually plan to go and have coffee or go out to dinner, have lunch. We, we plan to do things with people that we want to get to know, that we want to spend time with. So how do we do that with God? We begin by spending time in his word. Spending time in his word. When we open God's word, we ask God, show me the wonderful treasures that are here. Show me the things that you have for me in this. God's word is called the living word. It's because it was written many, many years ago. We see things in it that we can relate to, but we also see things that we know are happening today. And we can like, whoa, what is this? Those of us that have read God's word for many years, every day we'll find something new in his word. And it will be like, I know I've read this before, but I never saw it in this way. That's because as we're living, God's word is living in us. And there are new things that are happening in his word each and every day as his word is living. Our world, our time is living. It's growing. It's changing. It's moving forward. The same is happening with God's word. What do we do with these things that we see, that we're discovering? We take time to meditate on them. We take time to consider them. We take time to put them in our heart. We take time to discover them. What is it that God is telling you today? How do we record these things? We might want to have a time where we think on it and we want to be able to look back on it. It's a milestone in our life. That's where journaling comes in. And we journal what we are reading. We journal what we feel God is saying to us. We journal our prayers. We journal key words. We journal things that we want to remember. The whole idea is that when we journal, God's word comes alive and we begin to see patterns. We get, begin to see, wow, this is happening in my life. And as we look back, we're able to go, wow, I was here and now I'm here. Look what God has taught me. Sometimes we journal our confessions to God. We journal the things that we realize I was on the wrong side. I was incorrect. I was had the wrong thoughts. I was in the wrong. And we can journal our prayers. We can journal asking for forgiveness. We can journal asking for hope. We can journal and we can discover what it is that God has for us that's way beyond anything we can think or imagine. Pretty soon we're writing God's words that he is speaking to us and we go back and we read it and we think, wow, this is what I thought he was saying and now I've got it written. There's lots of ways to journal. We can journal one word, we can journal sentences, we can journal clear into a story and journal it and turn it into a book someday. All those things are about how we can be still with God and we can begin to know where he says, know that I am God. Verse 10 also tells us, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. 
We do this by praising God. We do this by giving God credit. Those circumstances, those situations that we get into or that come to us that we have no idea what is happening, that's the time to say, God, you are great. I praise you for this. You have helped me. You have saved me. You have protected me. You have taken care of my family. You have taken care of our needs. All of these types of things we can praise God in because we have the presence to be still in him. The energy that we were expending on anxiousness or worry or concern, we can be still and know that God is God. And we can have a peace in the midst of the storm. We, through this, will have healthier lifestyles. We will be able to think of our conversations before we speak them. We will be able to think of the words we want to say when we are confronted before we just blurt out. We will be able to eat healthier because we'll be able to stop and realize, are we feeding positive fuel into our bodies or are we just grabbing and running? We will be able to sleep better because we can rest knowing that we are with God and we are in his presence and we are still. And we are allowing God to be God. We can do these things. And as we do these, we begin to discover that our desires, as in Psalm 37 verse 4 tell us, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Our desires become his desires. Our needs, our wants are all about what God wants What does God want from us? What does God desire for us? And we begin to shift our mindset to be that of the mindset that God would have for us. Stillness and peace in God. That's where we can be. We can know that God is God and we can truly have the peace of being still and know that I am. Am God. KatieNelsonCoaching.net is about helping women find hope through transition. And so as you're transitioning right now, maybe you're feeling like in this season where there is so much um, uncertainty, there's unrest, we really don't know what is happening, wondering who's in control. And um, KatieNelsonCoaching.net is about helping you find hope in the seasons of transition. So as you're looking to discover how to have stillness with God, how to release the anxiousness, how to release the, um, pe- the unrest that you might have, how to find peace, how to find rest, how to be still with God, I invite you to connect with me. We, you can reach me at Katie, K-A-T-Y, Katie at KatieNelsonCoaching.net. I am here um, to be able to see and to be able to help you see where, um, where God can help in your life. And one of the things that I do with KatieNelsonCoaching.net is I ask a lot of questions, powerful questions to help you think 
to help you discover where God is in your life and how you are um, moving forward to find the stillness, to find the peace that God offers. If this is something that you would like to do, I invite you to email me at katie, katienelsoncoaching.net, or you can um, email me a question that you might be having, and we can um, discuss that question. We can discuss um, what, what your situation is and see how Katie Nelson Coaching can help you move forward in that. So the goal is to find peace so that you can find the stillness in the presence of God. And so if you would like to do that today, I encourage you to connect with me. I thank you for being here today, for um, listening to this podcast, and I look forward to hearing from you soon.